Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Wake Up with W Fab. So today we are going to be talking about the emotional guidance scale. Okay, and the reason we're talking about this today, as you guys know, everybody's been. I think even yesterday, um, Lindsay talked about Kevin Trudeau. Like everyone's been obsessed with Kevin Trudeau in our team. So you you guys are probably hearing a lot of Kevin Trudeau topics. Am I right? Right, repeating that information. So. This, this was not specifically in Kevin, like it was glimpsed over, but he did mention this in um in one of his podcast episodes. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's called Your Wishes, Your Command by Kevin Trudeau. It's really good. It's like a 12, 12 episode podcast will change your life. But Kevin mentioned um finding the better feeling thought. And he mentioned this kind of uh, scale super briefly, but I remember learning it in Abraham's books. Abraham Hicks. So there's a book called Ask and It Is Given. Really good book by Abraham and Esther Hicks. Uh, sorry, Abraham. Uh, it's by Abraham Hicks, but it's written by Jerry and Esther um, Hicks. And it is all about your emotional guidance scale. And if you guys know, oh, sorry, I froze. Emotion, it's called Ask and It Is Given. Okay, asking it is given. It's pretty much about the law of attraction, the spiritual side of success. It's a really good book. It's a little bit older language than Kevin Trudeau, so it is a little tougher to follow, but it's a really good book, right? And you guys know already from everything we've been talking about that your emotions are literally indicators of your vibrational frequency, right? Your emotions, the way that you feel in any given moment is an indicator of your vibrational frequency, right? And your vibrational frequency is dictating what it is that you're attracting into your life. You guys know that by the law of attraction, whatever it is that you think about most, whatever it is that you feel, how you feel about something, you're literally attracting it into your space, into your reality. And the, the and law of attraction is a law that is, supersedes all laws and that is literally bringing together the cooperative components, cooperative components, meaning the people, the places, the things, the resources, the tools that you need to bring that to life. Whether it's negative or positive, it's literally just matching whatever your vibrational frequency is. So it is so important, and this is a topic we've seen over and over again, for us to feel good. Because the better that we feel, the more alignment, the more in alignment we are with source, with ourselves, the better that we feel we're attracting things that we actually want, a life that we actually want. We're in alignment with ourselves. We're in kind of the flow state, right? We're in a flow state where everything is aligning. Everything is working. All the puzzle pieces are coming together. So it's important for us to try to feel good as much as we can right? This kind of when you're feeling good, when you're feeling at your best, it's kind of like having a car with a full gas tank. You could go anywhere. You know what I mean? The gas tank is full. You can literally head anywhere. So it is super important for that. So, so because of that, um, Abraham talks about this emotional guidance scale, right? And it's basically a range of emotions that you have from positive all the way down to negative. So the best, the most positive emotion, yeah, I'm on a Zoom call, to the most negative emotion. It's a scale of emotions. 
And it kind of represents the difference between, you know, connection and disconnection or allowance and resistance. And I'm going to share it with you guys. I'm going to share with you guys the, the, a little graphic for those of you that are live on the Zoom call right now. If you guys didn't know, our podcast is live every single morning and we do a little mastermind at the end that's not recorded. So if you just waking up lazily and watching it later, this is your reminder to get on the live, but it's okay, everybody, as long as you watch it, right? So um, I want you to kind of look at it as like this spiral here, right? This spiral. The positive emotions are at the top and the negative emotions are at the bottom. I like the way that this is written out. So I'm going to show you both of them. So in Abraham Hicks, uh, asking it as given, it separates the emotion in 22 different categories, right? And I'm going to read through them for the people that are listening to the podcast, right? Juju said live is better. Yep. So I'm going to read through them. So um, at the top, you can, uh, if you guys are looking to enter the call, those of you that are alive, just DM me, wake up, and you can enter the next one. But you can see here the emotional guidance scale, right? So it starts with feelings of, you guys can see my screen, right? Starts with feelings of joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, love. Those are the highest vibrational emotions that you can have, okay? Joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, and love. Then it goes into number two, passion. Number three, enthusiasm, eagerness, and happiness. Number four, positive expectation or belief. Number five, optimism. Number six, hopefulness. Number seven, contentment. And those are kind of the range of positive emotions. So if you look at the spiral over here, you'll see those ones on the top half over here, right? And then we get into the most neutral one, which is boredom, right? Boredom is a pretty neutral emotion that we have. And once we pass boredom, we get into the lower vibrational emotions, right? The lower vibrational emotions that are attracting things in life that we do not want, okay? We can kind of get on this downward spiral sometimes. And it goes from number eight, boredom, into number nine, pessimism, 10, frustration, irritation, impatience, 11, overwhelm, overwhelmment, being overwhelmed, number 12, disappointment, number 13, doubt, number 14, worry, number 15, blame, blaming other people, number 16, discouragement, number 17, anger, and I want you to notice where anger is, number 17, anger, 18 is revenge, 19 is hatred and rage, 20 is jealousy, 20, 21 is insecurity, guilt, and unworthiness. Insecurity, guilt, and feeling like you're not worthy, feeling guilty. And number 22 is fear, grief, depression, despair, and powerlessness. So the, that is the most, the lowest vibrational state that you can be in. Fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. So if we go back on the spiral, you, you can start near the top and you can slowly go down, right? Like 
this little spiral that we have going on, or you can start at the bottom and slowly work your way up. So as I'm talking about this, I want you to imagine this spiral in your mind as I'm explaining these things. This is the emotional guidance scale. How your emotions go from positive vibration, high vibration to the lowest possible vibration. Okay, so keep that in mind. And we're gonna go back to talking about this, right? Why are we talking about the emotional guidance scale? Why is this important? Because it is, first and foremost, before we get into that, it's important for you guys to know that the names and the labels of these words are not that important, right? Because the label, the word that we use for emotion may not accurately describe how we experience it, right? Like maybe the way I experience um, jealousy is going to be different than the way Cynthia or Summer or Pilani experiences jealousy, right? Maybe we're gonna have the same emotion, but a different word to describe it. So don't get so sprung on the words and like, oh, is uh, this one higher vibrational than this one? It's not that big of a deal. This is just to give you kind of like a guidance, right? But it's different for every single person because the words that you use to describe what you feel is going to be different than the words that I use to describe what I feel. This is just a general idea, right? But it's there to kind of show you the difference between allowance, which is those higher vibrational feelings, when you're allowing things to come to you, you're allowing your desires to manifest versus the bottom where you're in a resistance phase. You're resisting the revenge, the blame, the hatred, the jealousy. That's all resistance. You're resisting everything around you. The circumstances, the people and things around you, you're resisting against them, which causes you to resist your desires. So also a representation of being connected, connected to source, connected to yourself, alignment versus disconnection, disassociation, disalignment, right? And alignment. So we know that the way that we feel attracts what we get. And we know that when we feel good, we attract what we want. When we feel bad, we attract what we don't want. So your goal by being aware of this emotional guidance uh, scale is your goal is to consciously move up the scale. Consciously. Right? Someone said, I don't want to even feel the low vibrations. Of course, nobody wants to feel those, but at some point you will. And so when you catch yourself there, your goal is to consciously move up. So for example, something terrible happens to you, right? And every feeling that you have gets worse and worse and worse. And you're feeling like shit and you're laying in bed all day and you're eating chips. And the best word that you can use to describe that right now is, um, that you're feeling, you're feeling depression, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling at the lowest possible scale, you're feeling powerless, right? That's the best description you have for how you're feeling right now. So going from powerlessness, from depression, all the way, and I'll share it with you guys again so you can see it, going from here all the way up to joy, 
and love and appreciation is a, a, is a huge vibrational jump, like massive vibrational jump going from here, depression, all the way up to joy, love, appre uh, uh, appreciation. That's not going to happen. That is very unrealistic for you to make such a huge vibrational jump. For you to jump the scale 22 points, right? So instead of trying to like do something that's unrealistic, going from feeling of powerlessness of depression to going to being joyful, your focus is to find the better feeling thought, right? Find a better feeling thought, any thought. So if you're conscious enough to find a better feeling thought, any thought, then you can start to move up the scale. So remember how we talked about anger, how anger was number uh, 17 or something like that. And depression was number 22. So depression, uh, sorry, anger or jealousy or revenge or rage are slightly better feeling thoughts than depression. That because when you feel angry, it relieves you from your depression for a period of time because anger requires a lot of emotion, a lot of energy, whereas depression is powerlessness. You don't have energy. So even jumping from depression to anger is an improvement, a conscious improvement because you're relieving yourself of the feelings of depression. And you're slowly starting to move up the, the scale. You're slowly starting to choose a better feeling thought, a better feeling thought. So the way that you do that is you consciously evaluate if these new thoughts that you're having are giving you relief from the old thoughts. And it could be anywhere. Like you could be at, for example, anger, and you're trying to move up to um, you know, disappointment or frustration, right? Or are you trying to move up to pessimism? Because those are giving you relief from your anger. So the goal is to just consciously find the better feeling thought. Analyze the way that you're feeling. And if the next thought that you're having, even, even if it may be seen like a negative thought, is giving you relief from the previous emotion that's a slightly better, even a little bit, then you're moving your way up. You're starting to move your way up back into alignment. And that's literally the best that you could do sometimes. Sometimes you're on that downward spiral and the best that you can do is just choose the better feeling thought. That's it. Because to jump to a positive emotion is such a huge vibrational jump that if you even attempt to do that, you're just gonna have so much resistance and it's gonna keep you in the negative. It's gonna keep you in the, in the negative uh, vibrational state because you're gonna have so much resistance because you don't wanna be there. So you're, you gotta think and feel with one intention to find even the slightest bit of relief. That's it. So if someone does something to anger you and you focus on the angry thought, you're going to feel some sort of relief from the depression. 
You're no longer going to feel some of those symptoms of depression, the powerlessness, the you know, feeling of claustrophobia, the, the, the maybe trouble breathing. Everyone experiences it differently, but you're going to feel slightly better. And the crucial step in this is to not just blindly let your emotions go anywhere on the scale, but to be consciously aware and acknowledge that even though you're feeling the anger, acknowledge the fact that that is giving you the relief from the depression. Acknowledge the fact that you are in a slightly higher vibrational state. Acknowledge the fact that you are slowly moving up. Because remember, awareness and consciousness is always the first step to healing. So when we can be aware of how we're feeling, it can start to change, it can start to shift, it can start to get better. But the first step is awareness, conscious awareness. So as you're moving up this scale and you feel a slightly better thought, right? Even if it's not a high vibrational thought, acknowledge it. Acknowledge that this thought feels slightly better than the previous one, right? And as you do that, your, the lower vibrational feelings, they, they start to dissipate and your powerlessness, it softens a little bit because now you consciously did that. Like you took yourself from depression to anger, or you took yourself from anger to frustration, or you took yourself from frustration to pessimism and boredom, right? Like you did that. So as you're going back up the scale, you're realizing that you're in power, you're in control of your emotions and regulating them, right? And it lets the powerlessness kind of soften and dissipate. You know, a lot of people discourage anger. Y'all ever been told that anger is bad? Drop a one in the chat. Y'all ever been told it's bad to be angry, right? A lot of people have you convinced that anger is inappropriate, right? But what I learned in therapy is that anger is necessary. It is literally necessary. And a lot of us suppress it because we've been taught that it's bad. But anger, all these emotions are necessary. You're gonna feel all these at some point, right? So a lot of people, when they see you in an anger state, they're trying to counsel you or advise you to, to, to get out of that anger state as soon as possible. And what does that leave you in? If you were in depression, if you were in the lowest vibrational state and you somehow got yourself to anger, you got yourself a little relief and then everybody's telling you how you shouldn't be angry, what do you go back and do? You go back to the depression, right? But when you consciously know that you chose the anger, like that's why the crucial step is being consciously aware and saying, okay, I'm angry right now, but at least anger is a little better than what I was feeling before. Or at least this emotion, whatever the emotion is, is better than what I was feeling before. It's a little bit less resistant. I'm moving up the emotional scale. When you consciously know that, you know that you're on your way up and you no longer feel powerlessness. But a lot of people, they don't know what's inside you. A lot of people don't wanna be around angry people 
myself included, right? It's normal. But a lot of people will project and they would rather you go back into your state of depression than be anger because anger is expressed outwardly. Depression is expressed inwardly, right? So your anger affects them. Your depression doesn't really, doesn't really affect them. So to them, it doesn't benefit them for you to be angry. It benefits them for you to stay in your depression. But if you consciously know that you are choosing the better feeling thought, then you can be confident that this is where you should be right now. This is the best that you can be right now. And don't let anybody talk you out of it. Of course, don't like just stay away from other people. Don't affect other people with your anger. But there's nothing wrong with being angry. Right? Someone outside of you does not know if your chosen thought, your chosen feeling, your chosen emotion is better for you. Only you can know if it gave you relief. Only you can know that it made you feel a little bit better. So you have to decide that you're going to guide yourself because regardless of, you know, the scale has different names and meanings for all the feelings, you, only you know. Only you know which feeling is giving you a slightly better uh, feeling than, than the previous one, right? And this is so important because we know that in order to attract what you want, like when you're feeling, and Kevin Trudeau talks about this, when you're feeling good at any given moment, you know that you are in alignment, that you are attracting what you want. When you are feeling bad in any given moment, you are attracting what you don't want. You are focusing on lack because if you weren't focusing on, so on something that, if you weren't focusing on lack, if you weren't focusing on the lack of desires or the lack of things that you have or the negatives, then you wouldn't be feeling like that. So that's literally an indicator that your thoughts and your patterns are around things that you don't want, that you're not in alignment with, which is why you feel bad. And desire, desire is manifested in those high vibrational states. In that joy, that appreciation, that empowerment, that freedom, that love, that passion, right? That's where desire is manifested. That's where your desire is strongest. And in, in the book, they describe desire as the delicious awareness of new possibilities, the fresh, free feeling of expansion. The feeling of desire is the feeling of life flowing through you. That's how they describe it. Right? But a lot of people, and I love this portion of the book, is that a lot of people put desire use the word desire, but they feel something different. They don't feel this deliciousness. They don't feel like free feeling of expansion. They don't feel like a life is throwing, flowing through them. They feel something else. They have this need, this overwhelming need, this yearning, this desire for what they want. But at the same time, they are equally aware of the absence of what they want. 
And even though, so they're yearning for something, but at the same time, they're equally aware of its absence, of why it's not here. So even though they're using the word desire, they're often living in a vibration of lack. They're living in those lower, lower vibrative states. And then this starts to happen over time. They, it's, people have a desire that they have for a long time that they don't, that doesn't manifest for a very long time. And they start to think about the desire and they think about not having it. So over time, they literally start to believe that that's actually what desire is, is, is thinking about what you don't have. But that's not pure desire doesn't have feelings of resistance, doesn't have feelings of lack. Pure desire is in alignment with appreciation, with love, with joy. There is no feelings of lack. So understand that there's a difference between pure desire and resisted desire. And the vibration that you're operating at is going to dictate which one you're which which one you're doing. Are you are you in pure desire or are you in resisted desire? A acknowledge how you're feeling, how you're vibrating, and it's going to tell you where you're at. And what's really cool, I liked in the book too, is like we heard this thing a few times. I'm, I'm sure somebody about have you guys ever heard like it's not good to have desires. It's not good to have desires. It like have you ever been taught that it's like this feeling of wanting things is what's making you not be happy? And if you want to be happy, you've got to release all desires and release all wants. Have y'all ever heard that? Drop some twos in the chat if y'all ever heard that, because I definitely heard that before. People trying to steer you away from desires, right? Sometimes religiously, spiritually, sometimes just egoically. Like I know that some people who teach ego teach to not have any desires whatsoever. And I loved how the book tackled this, right? Like it's a bad thing, exactly, right? Some, some people said that's what I was forced when I was a kid. To be happy, you got to stop wanting things. I'm sure we've all heard that before. To be happy is to release all, the, all of your desires. Yeah, exactly, like Shalana said. To be happy um, with what you have. But what they said in the book that was really good is they said, but isn't your state of happiness a desire? Isn't to be happy a desire? If you, if you want to be happy, that's a desire. So you're trying to release your desires with so that you can get this desire. Or to be at a certain state of spirituality, that is also a desire. I was like, damn. That's a freaking bar, right? So desires are not bad. You choose your desires. You choose what you want to have and how you want to have it. And nobody can place their desires on you. But we can understand why people say that. Why people say that desires may not be good because they may be referring to resisted desire, not pure desire. Resisted desire comes with negative emotions, comes with feelings of lack, 
And yes, those feelings of lack and those negative vibrational emotions should be released. So release the resistance, but not the desire. And get yourself to the feeling of pure desire. And Kevin Trudeau talks about this in the book. If you're thinking about a desire and all you're getting is the negative emotions attached, the feelings of lack, the, the resistant desires, then start thinking about something else. Start thinking about a desire that actually makes you happy. Because it's so long that you feel, the way that you feel about the desire is dictating how quickly it is coming to you. So if you think about something you want and all of these negative emotions are coming up, frustration, that you're not unworthiness, that you're not good enough, then stop thinking about that desire because you're not in a vibrational alignment with it and you're pushing it away. Think about something that is more attainable. Your desire should not feel like resistance. It should literally feel like the next logical step. The next logical step, and I loved this concept too. The way that you know that your desire is far is if you're feeling those negative emotions because you're literally holding yourself vibrationally apart from your desire. But the way that you know that your desire is coming, your desire is on its way is when it feels good, when it feels exciting, when it feels joyous, when it feels like freedom, when it feels like that's naturally the next step in your life. So I desire something. It's like almost like, well, that yeah, that's going to happen. Like that's literally, it makes sense. That is the next logical step. It almost feels like you're just stepping into the next phase and you're right before it. When you feel like that, when you feel like your desire is the next logical step, that's how you know it's close to coming to you. But a lot of us, we, we, we shift the way that we think about it and, and we're like, well, if this could happen, if I could get this, then I'm going to be happy. Then I'm going to be excited. Then I'm going to be feeling good. If, I can, if this could just happen, if I could just get this house or get this rank or, or get this job or get this amount of money, I would be happy. That's how you know that you're not on the verge of manifesting that. Because to you, it's not logically the next step. It doesn't feel natural. The progression of this desire, the manifestation of this desire doesn't feel natural. So it is not on the way, right? So it's really important to analyze how you feel about your desires and to focus again on, on manifesting desires that feel good because those are the ones that are the next logical step. And then once you get those, you'll build up the confidence for bigger ones. And another really thing, another really cool thing is that you also don't want to pretend. Another thing about this emotional guidance scale that we talked about, right? These emotions, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it one more time so you guys can see it, but this emotional guidance scale. If you're in the bottom part where you're feeling these different things like doubt or worry or hatred or any of these negative vibrational uh, emotions, I don't want you to pretend like you're not feeling them. That is not a solution. Suppressing your emotions is not a solution. We talked about this on Therapy Talks. 
We do not suppress, we release, right? There's a difference. So pretending that you don't feel angry when you do is not gonna help you. Pretending is not gonna help. The same way that you they give two examples in the book, the same way that you wouldn't deaden your fingertips to desensitize them to heat, right? You don't want to get burned. You're not going to kill your fingertips so you don't get burned. You're not going to put a happy face sticker on the fuel gauge in your car and your dashboard because you don't like seeing that you're running out of fuel, right? You're not going to do that. It doesn't solve the problem. Masking it, pretending does not solve it. Because you still gonna run out of gas, right? So you don't want to mask your feelings. The emotional guidance scale is not about masking to get to the next level. It's about releasing to get to the next level. You don't want to pretend like you're feeling different than how you feel because pretending does nothing to change your vibrational point of attraction. You're still going to be attracting the same thing because you're just pretending. But you want to, my advice is to feel through it, release it. Like we talked about on Therapy Talks two weeks ago. If you didn't listen to that episode, go listen to it because it was really good, right? To feel through the emotion. And I talk about on there how to cry the right way where you're releasing the emotion rather than holding on to it. So release the emotion to get to the better feeling thought. That's how you want to move up the emotional guidance scale. Not masking or pretending, but releasing the emotion so that you can get to the next better feeling thought. That is your goal. To be aware of the guidance scale that exists within you. It's different for everybody, but I gave you guys a little bit of an outline. And your goal is to always choose the better feeling thought even when you're in the higher vibrational ones. When you're in optimism, you wanna to get to enthusiasm. When you're enthusiastic, you wanna to get to passion and joy and, and freedom and, and empowerment, right? You're always looking for the better feeling thought, to be conscious of it and to get to the better feeling thought. And in the book, they go over 22 processes to help you do that. I'm not going to go over them today. I think I might do it on a, on a separate um, episode on Wake Up With WFAP, but they, over, they go over 22 ways, exercises that can help you move up the emotional uh, guidance scale, right? The book, again, is called Ask and It Is Given by Abraham Hicks, okay? So today's lesson was to always choose the better feeling thought. And that's it for our call today. I'm going to open it up for the mastermind right now. But if you're listening into the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Please screenshot and share and tag us because it helps us a lot and sending you guys so much love.